hello everybody, I hope we're all absolutely fantastic. Fan Dabby Dozy, some would say. Wonderful, splendid. Um, spectacular, spectacular, amazing. <laughs> I can't think of any more. Good. Good. No, it's, nice. No, it's good that you can't think of any more. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. I thought we were just going to the bland options. No, well, I kind of was. It was like a double joke. Oh, I, I meant both of those things. Right, I'm with you. Mm. Are you sure? Out. No. no. <laughs> Am I ever with you? No, because I cannot keep up with your quick-wittedness. It's interesting because you're never with me, but you're literally always with me. Always. Yeah. Never leave each other. No. Ever. Very annoying. Isn't it weird how much we actually still get on despite the fact that we are literally constantly together? To be fair, this morning I was away from you for just over three hours. Yeah, if we talked about the fact that you turn up like you, you literally recharge your annoying levels when you're away. Yes. Yeah. Many times. Actually, you've not been too bad today. That's because I spent three hours away from you, and when I got back, you fell asleep. <laughs> I did on purpose. And when you woke up, we started recording podcasts. <laughs> I know you're getting. You just keep me busy. It's very clever. <laughs> Stay away from Phil when he's been out because he gets fact, really irritated. We was gonna have a few minutes between podcasts, and you just made me toast. Find <laughs> the way I can make him stop speaking. It's very clever. It works very well. I don't speak when I eat. That toast was really good, by the way. Enjoyed it. Really good. Mm. Um, How good's butter and bread? Butter and we bread. had butter and bread with our soup yesterday, didn't we? Why am I saying butter and bread, not bread and butter? <laughs> I don't know. It's like you're from fish and chips, but you say chips and fish all no, over again. And fish. No, we're not having this argument. People... I was more on the spot question. Is it fish and chips or <laughs> chips and fish? <laughs> we're not having this argument again. I know we've had it on the podcast before. It's not an argument. It's just that I'm right and you're wrong. What about every fish and chip shop in the entire of the everywheres that says different? Oh, my fault. I got it wrong as well. <laughs> if I had a chippy, I'd call it Phil's chippy and then no one would be able to discuss it. Great. Just Phil's chippy. That is it. Or flippy, because it's selfish as well. <laughs> flippy. You got Phil's chippy. Flippy. It's spelt with P-H. Yeah. So P-L... Not P-H. P-H-L-I-P-P-Y. Something like that, yeah. IPPY, what's that? Oh, it sounds like that. Um, Iggy Azalea, IGGY. Yeah, IGGY. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> it sounded like Ippy Azalea. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Episode 136 The Key Difference um, Between Dieting and Coaching. And I'll be honest, this is literally one of many, but um, it's one of the key ones. It's one of the ones that I think everybody needs to hear because I think it is often one of the biggest shocks that people have because everybody that we've ever worked with has dieted before it's not a secret like nobody ever chats to us and is like oh i've never done a diet before i've never dieted i've never tried to do never tried to lose weight never like, it's just not a thing one of the reasons one of the key reasons that people come to us so um we hear a lot of stories um even about newer diets um these days and there is one key difference like i said there's many but one of the key ones is the fact that dieting is a pre-made plan for you to follow so it, it packaged differently depending on which one you go to one of them will tell you to eat in a certain amount of sins one will tell you to eat a certain amount of points one will tell you to eat a certain amount of calories one will tell you to eat a certain amount of sugar one will tell you to eat a certain amount of anything like they, they will just have a pre-made way of doing it and what happens is you turn up and they say follow this plan and that's kind of the long and short of it isn't it it's kind of everything it's like follow this plan go do that Mm -hmm. and in theory this does kind of create this myth that diets don't work 
in theory, they kind of do because the the, pro the plan that they make in theory scientifically does work because the plan that they're making is to try to get you into a calorie deficit. That's what they're trying to achieve. They're trying to get you to be burning more calories than you're consuming. Now they'll either do that by getting you to move loads or to not eat a lot. Like that's their way of doing it. So in theory, it technically works, but so does me saying, don't eat any food for the next week, you will lose weight. Like we know that that will happen. You will lose weight if you do that. We know it's not gonna work long-term, but in theory, it technically works. The challenge here is that none of those diets work long-term because they're impossible to follow long-term. And the bigger challenge here is that you then get the finger pointed at you. Like, you're not trying hard enough. You're not doing well enough. You're not achieving X, Y, and Z. And the reason why they can do that and the reason they do it, unfortunately, so well is because most diets are done as a group activity. So they're made for the millions. They're not made for you as an individual. So when you turn up to, whether it's a group, a community center, a class, whatever it might be, out of the 30 people in there, there will definitely have been one or two people that succeeded that week because they just so happened to have a week where that diet would work during that week. And then everybody else in the class is yo-yo dieting and getting the finger pointed at. I'm like, you just didn't try hard enough. Some diets make you stand up in front and explain why you didn't try hard enough, which is horrendous in itself as well. But the, the point here is, in week two, it'll be someone else who's succeeding. It might be you. You might be the one that's succeeding in week two. And then in week three, it's someone else as well. Someone different, should I say. And it's 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 the fact that someone's succeeding that makes us go back. It's like, well, if, if it's working for that person, it's like, no, but it's just working for that person that week. And the other thing that they do, which... And this sounds a bit ranty now and I don't want it to be. I just want to be neutral about it. But the other thing they do is they don't really focus on the things that are actually stopping you from achieving the results. So let's say in week one, you do get a great result and everybody else is sat in the room like, oh, how's she done that? It's amazing. And then in week two, you don't. It's because you had barriers in week two that weren't overcome. So as an example, you might be someone that stress eats. Well, having a calorie target, a points target, a sin target, any kind of target, doesn't stop stress eating. It just so happens that every now and again, there's a week where you might not stress eat as much and therefore you lost weight. And you feel like you've made a change that oh, things are working now. When actually in reality, nothing's changed. There's no habits changed, there's no behaviors changed, there's no routines changed, there's no structures changed, you've not overcome stress eating. It just so happens that that week you didn't do it. And we're like, oh, well, if I could just do that every week. So the goal they create here is to celebrate how great they are and their plan because you see it working every week for different people, but to then point the finger at you when it doesn't work, which is why long-term it's impossible to sustain. And that's why they can charge so little for it as well, because they know like the weight loss industry is like one of the richest, the most. It's one of the, it's a multi-trillion pound industry, which is insane. Yeah, because the, what diets do is don't actually help you get to the root of the problem and therefore when you stop it it stops working mm -hmm. <laughs> therefore they can, they can rely that you're going to come back <laughs> because you hold on to that time that it did work for that week yeah and that person who it did work for but you don't see or think about all the times it didn't work for you or it didn't work for them and i think this is why you end up with that belief after years of dieting that 
you can't do it, you can't stick to things, it's your fault, you're the failure, you're the one who can't do it. And that is usually where people are coming to us and where they're at such a low point with their self-belief because of that repeated cycle of those unrealistic expectations for the diet, you actually, because you're a human, not being able to meet those expectations and then it becoming your fault and you internalising that over time. And that is normal and it's natural for the the people that we work with for them to not feel like they can stick to anything and I think this is why it's key to understand that difference between dieting and coaching in that sense because coaching isn't about sticking to a set plan it is about understanding and communication now what I mean by that is like one of our, our biggest values is committing to getting to know yourself in a way that you've never... Or committing to understand yourself in a way... Your mind... Committing to... What's one of our values, yeah? <laughs> committing to knowing your mind and body in a way that you've never known it before. Woo! Got there in the end. Um, and how we do that is we understand you, your beliefs, your... Pi- <laughs> that was a swear word, yeah. <laughs> is that classed as a swear word? I'm going to have to tick the box now that says that there was a naughty word in the episode. Because I said piss. Yeah. <laughs> Because you might offend someone. <laughs> really? I don't have a clue. Is that in the category? Oh, well. I don't know if there's a category of swear words. <laughs> what? Do you, well, you decide if it's explicit or not, don't you? Do I? I don't know. Oh, I mean, yeah, I decide if the episode's explicit. Yeah. I'm just going to mark it as explicit. <laughs> just because I said bits. The last time accident. we did this is because someone said the word dildo. <laughs> pre- who was that, was it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was... I feel like it Emily. was Emily Matt. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. I nearly said full name there. Yeah. Sh- that's not something I should do. Emily. Yeah. There we go. Um, I can edit the, the second bit out. <laughs> um, so, understanding you, your beliefs, your past history of dieting, food, movement, life in gen- general, how can we understand that better than ever or in a different way? And that is my job to... And that is why, before we even work together, we have like a 45-minute call where we really understand and unpick that. That is why, before I build your plan, you um, have a lifestyle questionnaire which helps me to understand all of those things that we've just chatted about there so that I have a really, really good understanding of all of those things before that plan is even created. So this is not a case of you coming to coaching and, and I've got it all set out and ready to go for you. There's, there's two massive touch points before that where we, we just get to know each other really, really well and, and see if things, see if we get on as well more than anything. Um, but then understanding that current you, what is in your way and how we can overcome that. So instead of constantly trying, you're like, you know the what, you've done the what a thousand times over. So we're not going to try and do the what again. We're going to think about how we actually do that by thinking, okay, why have we not been able to implement this before or be consistent with this before? Because what is going on underneath that's in your way? And then we build the plan around how we can overcome that. And then understanding that future you. So how does she look? How does she move? How does she feel? How does she eat? How does she think and speak? And how we can create that? Because Having that visualisation of who you want to be and why you want to be there is so important. And that is not something that any diet gets you to think about. Unless it's a smaller version of you, a slimmer version of you. That's it. That's as far as that goes. But there's so much more to us than 
a, a number on a scale. In fact, that's so insignificant in, in who we are that we need to understand what we want every aspect of us to look like in order to be able to build those habits that we really enjoy being in and doing so that we want to keep repeating them. So going back to what I said at the start of that is the myth is that you're going to get sent this plan and told to stick to it. And I'll be honest, some coaches do do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some coaches are like, there's your calorie target, there's your step goal, off you go, crack on, we'll catch up next week where you'll just give me all your data and then I'll just tell you to try again next week. <laughs> do you know what? I, based upon that, I feel like we should rename this the difference between dieting and body brain belief because yeah. we can't speak for all coaches. No, we cannot. And I'm going to rename it. <laughs> and sadly, that is the reality. Like I had a client come back to me recently who um, thought she was wanting to take her um, coaching in a different direction and start like really pushing on um, like exploring bodybuilding basically um and she essentially came back and was like i couldn't do it like she had the experience that i've just talked about and she was like they just didn't get me they didn't get real life they didn't understand that i was a human like i, I just wanted to come back to people who who understood me and that was you and phil and i was like that is why body brain belief is different like it is it is not about a plan that you have to fit into your life. This is about something that we fit into your life. We want to, like our goal as Body Brain Belief is to work together as a team. And that allows you then to get the results that you can maintain forever. Our, our relationship is built on communication, open and honest communication, um, trying something different and... Um, What's the other thing? It's gone right out of my head. I think I'm in full baby brain mode. You've just said two of them in one. That's why I said open and honest communication. Being open and honest and communicating is two Yeah, of them. it is. You're right. I've grouped two of them together. Being open and honest, communicating. And communicating not just when things are going really well. And this is the challenge that a lot of people that we face because there's judgment usually in this part. But communicating when things are really difficult as well because that is where we gain that real consistency and make that real change is like how do we actually work out when things are difficult how we keep moving forward or how we stick to what we've already started and keep consistent with that that is where we create real change and oh I got really passionate then because I'm really passionate about how we do things and I really love it and I think it's really powerful and this is why we change lives um so yeah that is why we are different so there you are and i like that you're changing it to body brain belief because you are right that is not what all coaches do it's not fair for us to speak about other coaches either no we can only speak about ourselves we can that's what we'll do yes do you know what else we can do what put you on the spot okay okay jen yes it's kind of two questions in one oh cheating don't care (laughs) how long do you think you would survive a zombie apocalypse oh and what would you do in order like what would be your um what's the word your process method like what would you do like what would be like your way of survival um first question i don't think you'd survive i don't know because i'm not really invested in zombies i don't really know much about them um you was happy to answer a question on ufos and you don't know anything about them (laughs) last week you asked me what animal i would like as a pet you've never met a whale but you was adamant that i had to have a whale 
But this week, because you don't know much about zombies, you don't know how long you'd survive. Yeah, but like you said, how would I survive? So I was thinking about that bit. And I feel like my answer to the second part dictates my first part. Oh, billion percent. Yeah, of course your method decides how long you're going to last. Yeah. If your method is to run around... zombies attack you? Do they eat your face? We've seen... Is it like on... um, yeah. On the last last of us. Yeah, that was a zombie apocalypse. But it wasn't because they weren't zombies, were they? Yeah. It's kind of that vibe, though. That odd, oh, so similar, yeah. I'd just be what's his face then. What? Pablo. Pa- what's his name? The man you fancy. Yeah. With us a giffy and a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? I don't know. I, you're asking me to name. I don't know. It's a P and a P. Honestly. Oh, Peter Pan. <laughs> The last of us. Yeah. People will be screaming this at me now because he he got so famous. Pedro Pascal. Right. There we go. And it was a double P. Um, it wasn't Paolo though. <laughs> Pedro Paolo Pascal. <laughs> He's been in quite a bit as well that I didn't realise before that. Um, it was in, um, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was, yeah. Gets his head squished by the giant. It does. Oh, sorry, by the mountain and also sorry for the spoiler. Two, two spoilers. <laughs> you corrected your own spoiler before you told me it was a spoiler. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that that was him though. I feel like that's kind of like a big moment in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, in order to survive, I would just do what he did. What? Run around with guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what I did, isn't it? I just can't see you firing a gun. <laughs> I can't either. You'd be like, oh, just eat me. <laughs> I couldn't hurt you. Hide. Yeah, Find a nice. really good hiding spot. I, that's exactly what you would do, you hide. <laughs> You wouldn't run around with guns at all. So they don't find me. It's a lie, you would not run around with guns. A zombie's like they were on a thing like if you don't move and you're dead quiet, they don't know that you're there because they can't see. Oh, I don't know. I don't know enough about Because if that's the case, I'd just hide really quietly. Yeah, again, you'd be rubbish at that, wouldn't you? You'd you'd survive about five minutes. Lift someone up in the front door, you'd be like, ah! (laughs) That's that plan gone, never mind. Yeah, Yeah, so basically what I discovered is I probably wouldn't land, land, uh, survive very long in a zombie apocalypse. Red, you'd have no chance. Oh, yeah, no, he'd be running at him, yeah. trying to lick the face. <laughs> yeah, trying to get someone in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is this a toy? <laughs> no, it's not as a zombie. You, you know, you're not never mind. Uh, yeah, I think that's... How long are we saying then? Do you reckon you'd, to make it easier, rather than a specific amount of time, do you reckon you'd survive minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years? Probably hours. Hours, do you think? Yeah, probably. You think a lot of yourself. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was going minutes, Jen. Depends how close to you. If they're at my front door, probably not, well, yeah, There's a lot of variables in this scenario. Yeah, from another country. I don't know if they can swim. <laughs> very, very great. Depends when the zombie apocalypse started and where it started as to how long I survive. Yeah, that actually massively depends on that, yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. So, I probably wouldn't do the running away with the guns thing. I would probably hide. Yeah, you'd Dead definitely. quiet. Yeah, for about five minutes. And... That's why I think it'd be minutes, because you'd say something. I'd just cry. Hmm. <laughs> You'd be dead quiet and you'd be like, Phil, can you make me a brew? Oh, we're supposed to be quiet, weren't we? <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, good answer. I like it. Good question, Zalto. I don't think it was. Alright, I don't care. <laughs> Just kidding. I it was alright. It was good. Right, hope you all now have a very good understanding of the difference between body, brain, belief and dieting. And, and zombies. If you could all tell me whether I was right or wrong about zombies, that'd be great. Um... <laughs> No idea whether they, uh, they can see you or not. not and we could all be inaccurate because we don't know enough about zombies to answer that question. That's true. Very true. Maybe we'll find out one day. 
Maybe zombies are different depending on what film you're watching. Oh, that's true, yeah. Maybe they have different qualities. Zombies have qualities? <laughs> oh, I see what you mean, like different personality traits. <laughs> I don't know. All I can think is The Last of Us because that's the closest. Oh, no, what was that? Was it... Uh, what was the... Um... Not Hot Fuzz, that's the police one, but the same two guys are in it. Oh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I watched that back that. in the day, but I can't remember that. That's probably the closest I've come to knowing anything about zombies. That's what they do, just go to the pub. Is that what they do? Yeah, they go to the, is it the Winchester or something? Till it's all oh, blown I don't know. up. It's, it's been it's a like, very long time since I've watched it. It's a famous it. scene where he just keeps, he's giving out the plan and then he just keeps saying, we'll go to the, I think it's the Winchester and have a pint until it's all blown over or something like that. Oh, okay. But I've not seen it in like 15 years or something. So. No, no, I can't remember it. I used to love Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And there was this quote that I used to do. That you used to do? Blue, um, blowing your brains up. Or something like that. Jeff be there? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll see you all next week.